Hello and welcome to the Gully B podcast with myself, Gully B. This recording was first aired on Represent Radio on Tuesday, the 5th of February 2019, with the Red Bull Culture Clash winner and Chase and Status frontman, Rebel Clash. In this episode, we go back to the 70s and 80s authentic reggae and dancehall sound with some of the best cuts from Rebel Clash's vinyl collection. Enjoy! Well, guys, I'm proud to be able to introduce our special guests on today's show. Man like Rebel Clash, how you doing? Pleasure to be here, brother. Mate, it's a pleasure to have you here in the Represent Thank studio. You so much. Thank you so much. Lovely. Well, look, you've joined us today because, let's see, you you tour the world quite frequently and, and taking a lot of different types of music. Yeah. Those of you that might not know who Rebel Clash is, where the hell have you been? Do you want to tell them what, what your day job is? Uh, <laughs> my day job is I'm MC Rage from Chase and Status. That's right. That's MC right. Rage from Chase and Status here in yes, the studio. That's it but indeed. when you're not playing drum and bass, well, MCing for drum and bass, background tunes for the world, yeah. you're a big fan of reggae and dancehall music, aren't you? I am indeed. Uh, growing up on reggae, parents came from Jamaica, so it's uh, running through the veins in the DNA. And yet, I also play uh, um, a lot on 7-inch. Uh, wow. So you've, uh, you also played this uh, Printworks, right? I did indeed. I did the, the... Uh, they, they gave me the warm-up for, for uh, Return to Jungle show, our, our Return to Jungle uh, Chase the Status show at Printworks uh, in London last year. Amazing. And, and you've done a 7-inch vinyl set, right? I did indeed. I'll tell you something here. Yeah, I've never been so excited all my life. Yeah? Yeah, literally. It was like a dream come home. Because I, I play 7-inch to myself at home. Yeah. Or to anyone who comes around my house. So to be able to play it out is... Uh, at Printworks. At Printworks. <laughs> yeah. When I played the Real Rock, that was actually what I played first, this Real Rock Radio, because wow. I wanted to hear it on the sound system. Oh, my God. And as soon as I did that, the security that was in there started, like, rocking around. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, it was jokes. It was Have jokes. you noticed that? At Jungle, Drum and Bass Raves, if you play yeah. any reggae, if you didn't sound check, you play a reggae tune, yeah. all the security, man, all they all came out like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. I think it's like an underground, like, it reggae is. appreciation site in security course, firms I'm or something. You, like, they, they, I actually started playing to, like, Free security guys. All I could just see was these like massive uh, uh, uniforms and uh, just kicking out their foot and skanking. I was like, that's enough for me, man. <laughs> that's honestly the best vibes. Like yeah. when you already got security dance on the first tune, you know that's you're going for a good one. Saying. That's what I was saying. But it's good to see that yeah. the, the, the Return to Jungle sort of uh, shows were incorporating the reggae vibes. I know you had Shawnee B also joining you guys on that's the That's right. Tour. We had the big man Shawnee B. Also, we uh, went to Jamaica and uh, the guys uh, recorded a lot. Uh, majority of the Return to Jungle album yes. because of Shawnee There's B. Some super Special guests in that Buru Banton, I know it's on there. Buru Banton, Kabaka Pyramid. Wow. Uh, the list is actually endless. We've got some. Uh, I'm gonna leave. Mr. Vegas again. Yeah, there was yeah. a Ve- yeah. There's a massive VIP that they done with Mr. Vegas to chase the status, which is uh, which is uh, actually sick. And um, yeah, we got to meet uh, a lot of people out there, courtesy and uh, uh, of uh, the big man himself, Shawnee B. So wow. yeah, nice big yard studio in Kingston, Jamaica, man. Like a whole week of recording. Wow. And uh, for me, it was good because my uh, uh, my grandma came, comes from Kingston 13 Jamaica, in, in, in Jamaica. So driving around there, when I was bad, when I was a kid, my mum sent me to Kingston for uh, six months and uh, just to get me out. I was on a, I was on a mad one. Yeah. And the first place I landed was Kingston. Went straight to my nan's, Kingston 13, and I landed. And the next day they knew that they had to get me out of here because that was me. <laughs> I didn't want to leave. That was it. So like when we went back this time, so uh, my mum lives in Discovery Bay, so every time I've been back to Jamaica, I've been at my mum's at ours. 
bars. And then so it was the first time I spent just even a week in Kingston. And I loved every minute of it. It just Mate. it was just It's like a holiday, once you were going there for was, punishment. <laughs> it was even the sickest parts of it that we was going around. Because obviously the boys have never been to that, you know, that part and don't know that world. Even though I've only been there a few times, because uh, I was young, it's you know, the smells, the sights, the what I'm seeing is uh, something that I can work with. Yeah. And it was jokes. And uh, yeah, big up Shawnee B for making it all happen, man. You wow. know what I mean? It's good times, good times, man. So you talk about when you were over in Kingston as a youth and everything like that. Yeah. Um, you're no stranger to reggae and dance music. You're, I was going to say, I know it runs to your family. Am I right in saying I am that? indeed. Uh, so my uncle is, um, uh, well, it's Papa Michigan and General Smiley. So General Smiley, Errol Bennett is my mum's uh, brother. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, Bennett, there's a Bennett Hill also in Westmoreland. That's, uh, that's all my people as well. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, so that I grew up with them. Um, uh, the, the songs my mum played in the house, uh, my uncle's into sound systems as well. On top of that, I remember waking up one day in the whole, the whole of, uh, I'm from Frisgate, East London, and the whole of the, the Caribbean community, including others, were outside my front door. <laughs> and I ran, and I remember opening the window and I was like, what? Like, even people that used to beat me up, you know, like <laughs> bullies and people that, you know, uh, snooker houses and little pool houses that I used to hang out of and get slapped about. <laughs> I was just too young, but I was just curious and wanted to know, wanted to get in, make my way up. Uh, uh, so anyway, yeah, they're all outside. And I was like, my mum goes to me, yeah, your uncles are here. They're, they're, they're singers and it so I ran into my mum's bedroom and all I could just see was just gold <laughs> right. sovereigns and chains oh right and, yeah and all I could just see was like six amazingly like kangaroo hats like red green black like laid out with all the jewelry and in the bed was uh, my uncle sleeping which I didn't realize at the time wow well I did realize but he was fast asleep but my mind was on the jewelry yeah. so I tried everything on obviously <laughs> and I'm in the mirror and my mom comes in and I get a slap <laughs> yeah. and I run back outside and I run downstairs and I'm outside now trying to get a little forward from somewhere trying to get what's going on what's going on oh. and uh, so I started singing my jelly cubit diseases in front of all my, all my uh uh, 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 friends outside and everyone started making noise and my uncle came downstairs and then suddenly I saw what he meant to everyone and I was like yeah wow. and then so anytime my mum said the word reggae or heard reggae I thought it was my uncle and then she, that's how I started to learn and appreciate wow. and then obviously you got uh, every christening every sound party I ever went to and you know you know if it was my mum's birthday if it was a uh, my birthday then I'd have a birthday party in the day and in the evening full sound system food Jeez. that's just my mum she had a party for everything and anything that sounds and incredible yeah. that's what an upbringing that must have yeah, been yeah and everybody came like anyone who knew my mum she cooked she had parties she was well known in the area and just like yeah, that's how it was. Uh, even people who couldn't have parties at this had it at my mum. My mum was like a sound system string up, <laughs> two food and some rum. See, they're the best kind of people in the world. The yeah, ones... yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because being like, having like, having, also in Forest Gate, uh, my uncle Twiggy, uh, rest his soul, he uh, had a club uh, called Black Box and it was like a, quite a naughty little uh, little shebeen. That, yeah. And because he owned it, I could just like swoop in. So all the older lot would be like, who's this guy? And there's yeah. me. I was the only coolie in the village, I used to say. <laughs> only coolie in Forest Gate. And there's me thinking I'm super cat with two girls, you know what I mean? Like really, really young, walking into this like little shabine of a club. Uncle's opening the door, giving me a split for me walking in. And like, I was at school, everyone was like, you know, you know what I mean? But that, that was part of it. My God, that sounds like that. that honestly, that was kind of brilliant. So was that like kind of the late eighties into the nineties? Yeah, no, well, yeah, no. That was that was straight uh, early eighties. I was, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then obviously late into uh, getting into the uh, sound system culture, kind of like 
Really, you know what? I'm gonna lie. My uncle gave me uh, a Runnigan tape. It was '85 when he uh, was '85, '86 when he clashed Barry G. But the second right, time, yeah. the second time in New York. Yeah. So with, with the tennis saw uh, double bam, there. Bam. Oh, and no. Even when he said Maxi Crucial P for the first time, that was his name before. Matt was just calling him Maxi Priest. <laughs> singing um, Frank Sinatra. Um, Rodrigo wants to play good music and he cut it out in a town that never sleeps. Oh and, and, and the crowd just going nuts. And then um, even uh, Barry G saying, I had this one white brother just come in here, I run dance. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, go on, Rodrigo. So even that, and then that also, when I heard that, I wanted to hear other sound tapes and what was going around. And then my uncle realised and he just used to plough me. Yeah. With everything Thanks. and everything. Yeah, and it was just, that was it. So for you, um, obviously having a, a Rodrigan tape in 85. Yeah. yeah. Then you met up with Rodigan, haven't you? Quite a few That's times. Yeah, yeah, I've told so, you. So I, I, how, how is that? Is almost like so growing up listening yeah. to Rodigan tape to then win the Red Bull Culture Clash yeah. alongside David Rodigan. Unbelievable. So like, how did that experience go? How did but, that even come about? Before, before I get into that, I just want to let you know when we won, I was gonna I was gonna jump straight to the moment we won, yeah. and we're on stage going nuts. I think I was screaming in both Jamie and uh, Cadenza and Rodigan's here. I'm a Rodigan now. <laughs> I'm a Rodigan. I'm oh. a Rodigan. Shout out to Jamie Rodigan every time. Oh, he's yeah, another presenter here on Reps yeah, Radio. Yeah, listen, I don't even, I don't see the man regularly. I follow the man there. When I see the man, it's just love because uh, 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 it runs through, you know, it's a DNA thing, like yourself. It's a DNA thing. When you know someone who knows and appreciates music and you buck them up straight away, no matter if you're with them for two seconds or you, you see them every day, it's a DNA thing. Mate, well, you know speaking I mean? of the DNA of music, you've always gone and brought along your seven inch vinyl collection, I've got haven't you? Couple, I've got a couple rhythms with me. I've got a couple rhythms with me. I didn't know where to uh, where to go because I, I like different styles. I like, I like the studio. One, I can go from all the way up to jammies to digital. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So like that's the kind of area that I. Uh, I, I, I there's a few others. Uh, um, um, shocking vibe stuff after that that kind of era that I like but that backwards yeah. is is just me that's just, that's just how I am so well we're really looking forward to it so for now you're just going to be our selector you've always said yes. that so you're not going to here to come and cut mix and that you wanted to play great songs to the people that's all I wanted to do I just wanted to play a couple of like rubber dub style and pattern dance hall styly that's, that's the that's the vibe that I'm on today and I, I woke up like that and uh, so I thought yeah alright then Rebel Clash what's the first tune you got lined up for us well I've just got a little intro that I want to play it's uh something that i usually start with and it's uh, a tribute to a sound boy boy uh comrade crystal comrade crystal let's get into this one
That was Conrad Crystal with tribute to a sound boy. That was the first selection from Rebel Sound, aka MC Rage, here on the Represent Pull Up Show. Doing a vinyl special. Now, Rebel Sound, you've got another tune lined up, am I right? I am indeed. Uh, I'm, uh, I'll be there in <laughs> one second. Um, Mate, this is the best thing about the vinyl show. We've got all this nice little like, interludes of just running classic instrumentals and trying to queue up the tune. Yes. And that's one thing I think people don't, they don't remember that. They nah. don't remember that queuing up the tune, trying to get the needle right, worrying yeah. about it's going to go off. And that's what I love. I don't know why it excites me so much, just because it's, it's just, you know, you're not just tapping buttons. And the crackle. Yeah, it's the, the crackle. crackle. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what? I, I, that's the, that's, that's my favourite bit. It's yeah. like when it, as soon as I hear it, the crackle and that first little warm. So it's so warm when it comes through. Mate, I was yeah. going to say, that's one of like, the, my favourite things about collecting vinyl, yeah, 100%, really. 100%, 100%. But that's why we get into these ones. So you've just queued up another record, haven't you, on the deck? Yes, what, this what we got is, here? we got Jar Thomas, and this is Dance on the Corner. This is for them, uh, for, for the Rue boys in the, in the back of the clubs near the speakers. So do you remember where you picked up this, these records from? Like, where, do you do, do a lot of like, shopping for it? Or do yeah, you just get I, I mean, or? I go to a few shops right here in Brixton, Lion Shop Records. That's my yeah, favourite spot at the moment. They literally have everything. Uh, and then also the many times when I'm sitting in bed and I'm like, oh yeah, and you go on or something like yeah, it's, that. It's dangerous though, isn't it? Well, listen, <laughs> man, can get dangerous. <laughs> there's times when you're just like, I don't know, it's, it's t- the, the addiction is real. Well, that's, mate, cutting dubs though, that's an next level yeah, addiction. of course, I can only imagine. Yeah. It's this, I put it's the same, it's like, you can get that and you're just looking at it and you just think, well, yeah, I need it, I, I, I need that on seven. So I'm going to tell us, when you guys done the Red Bull Culture Clash, how, yeah. like, for you cutting the dubs, like, how did you guys get so many dubs in such a short amount of time? Because you had like another 50 that were never even played. Yeah, it was just the idea that, uh, it, well, 
well, it was easy, easy, to, not easy to do, but the we didn't say nothing. We didn't talk. We didn't do interviews. We just got our heads down. Like we obviously saw and heard what everyone else was. Didn't pay it too much mind. And also we saw the documentary when they went to Jamaica. Yeah. And um, I mean, we knew this before and it was really weird because afterwards I, was out, I, didn't, I can't didn't learn when you sat down with Ricky um, from... Um, Ricky Trooper, right? Yeah. And he wow. said to him, find something that they haven't got. Do something that they ain't done. Like find the weakness. Is yeah. it the DJ? Is the MC? What is there? And we we just looked at it like that. We was looking like we was looking at it like that anyway. Yeah. And then when we saw the documentary that they were in, that they got told, and then so we did that. Wow. And then we didn't say nothing. Whole, my whole, my my saying at the time was say nothing, dub everything. Yeah. And also Saul was pretty relentless in his uh, workings. Very relentless. This, yeah. Apparently he got a, he got the addiction, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Saul <laughs> got the you know anyone who cuts dubs and gets into the soundboy culture and 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 want to fling tune down and you get into cutting dubs, you understand that addiction is real. And then also. We're taking everything. We're hearing everything. All the late night interviews that they're doing, cussing us off and stuff, and yeah. stuff like that. And just take it on chinks. You know, you're going to show up on the show. Yeah. All that time doing interviews. That's a waste of time. when You could be in the studio. That's why. Even afterwards, when I spoke to a few, when I did the the, the soundtrack that we wasn't in, and I spoke to a few of the sound guys, I said to them, um, you know, you should. Um, my one if they ask me like what was your advice I'm saying my one bit of advice is say nothing but play bare tune keep the lyrics low you don't have to answer anything unless you got the the only way you answer someone back is if you got the rhythm for it yeah and you got, you the got tune a dub there it. to go yeah, if you got the dub for it you can apart from that let, let, let that what if they've got a forward costing you and you've got two big rhythms that forward's um, re, um, wiped over man that's, mo that's moved on we'll speak of tunes yes. let's get into this new one so what's the tune again this one is Ja Thomas Dance Pon The Corner <laughs> Bye. 
style. Watch all them dancing a robot of style. I'm in the robot of style all the while. Say robot of style all the while. One gonna yell this a dance of the night. Two gonna rise this a dance of the night. Two gonna meet this a dance of the sweet baby dance for the corner. As a picture right there, you can just starting to see the style here of uh, Rebel Clash's DJ sets. That Joe, early, early, early 80s, even maybe late 70s. That's what I'm trying to say. It's that late 70s, early 80s style and, pa- style and pattern. Do you know what I mean? It's just that that laid back, heavy bass with a little little mic thing. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it reminds me of my uncles, basically. Yeah. Well, this is this is the early eras. Yeah. All the new dance you here today, the Vibes Cartels, the Mavadas, the Adonis, yeah. the Conscience, all them guys, this is where it all came from. This is the origins of this music. And even before then, you had the Rocksteady, the Scar, and everything all the way back into the 60s and things like that. So that's right, that's right. That's it's so right. good to hear these sort of tunes coming out again and being able to play on our main radio station. Yeah, I even started to write some bars like this over our drum and bass. No way. And just slowing it down and just bringing that little, do you know what I mean? It's like you just want to... You know, like you get that picture of, you remember that uh, on YouTube where you see uh, Supercat and Nicodemus and yeah. you've got the suits on? Oh, well, it's, like massive suits, right? Yeah, yeah in yeah. the hats. And it's just got like, you got uh, Rory on the decks and he's just talking. Right, and it's just the way that they're moving and they've got the mic. It's just, it's just, uh, that's what, that's, that, that era there is my favourite. I kind of want to re redo a video like that one day. Just become the new Stone Love. <laughs> yeah, and just bring that kind of like, just slow it down, man. Yeah. Slow it down, man. Although Supercat ended up doubling it up a few times. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah he done the opposite. Yeah, he did, yeah. He did the opposite. But honestly, opposite. Like, that, that whole style was just like some of the craziest stuff that came through in those series. Yeah, I kind of like it. I just like watching the old videos and tapes. It's just there. It's very, uh, I don't know, man. It was a little style. It was almost like Rat Pack or Frank Sinatra or that kind of era, you know, where they dressed up and stuff. And yeah, like chat. The 1920s kind of Yeah, it, but yeah. then chat bad boy lyrics. <laughs> yeah. And it all had like some kind of like Kung Fu or like Western name or something like that. And it just, it was just that whole era there as, as a kid in England looking back at it and then watching, you know, you know, the biggest MCs when I was a kid was just someone that could just go burn them and burn them really, really fast. And I was like, oh my God, that's the guy. Like, you'd follow him around and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, man. It's good to see the lyrical style come back, really. I think that's so good that we're playing vinyl as well, because I think what gets lost is that kind of real origins of this music. Music is so, te- like, it comes and goes so quickly nowadays. Yeah, of course. Whereas this stuff is so, like, you've got to go looking for it now. That's what I love. I love the whole research. And I love- so much of it. So much. I just, every other day, someone draws something on me and I'm like, oh my days. And that's the great thing about it. You know, there's, there's the regulars that everyone plays and you know sometimes you go to certain clubs and everyone plays to you know chase you out of here to, you know chase the devil out of here yeah. and you know that's what and I like all of that and it's all great but then when I just started to just listen to more reggae that I don't know yeah fling on like full albums yeah of like you know whoever and first albums you know whoever they are find compilations Tony, and stuff like that yeah, yeah Tony Tuff's first album or something do you know what I mean and it was just nice to Nice to hear things uh, from a different perspective now. Well, I think we should hear some news. Yeah, more, man. More yeah, of the listen, I got, I got ranking Bad Boy Trevor Man 
Rubber Dub Styley. Oh, I'm already loving the sound of this one. Yeah. <laughs> Rebel Clash. Already queuing up another one. This is what I love about this kind of style of the show. We just kind of run around the studio just grabbing records, getting them loaded up. Not even using two decks here. This is proper reggae selector right here. Now sometimes you can see a sound system. It wouldn't be a DJ booth or nothing like that. You just see maybe like a huge stack of sound system. That's right. And then you see a turntable on probably a million stacks of concrete or something like that. I love man that little one light as well. Stacked up on stacked up high on concrete and a little bit of foam and this turntable that they they almost like an altar for them. T- tennis balls cut in half on the yeah, feet of the that's turntable. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Stop the vibration. Yeah. Got to keep them needles on the wreck. You can't have it jumping about. What? It's that DIY. It's that do it yourself. It's so punk. It's so reggae. It's just so like you know, sound system culture is just. Uh, when you look at it and you go back and you see how they got that most amazing clean warm sound, bottom end, top end, right, 
It's just sounds so. It reminds me of anytime you see something like Channel One or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. It's the way like, that just like, vibrates all your chest. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Like as a kid, it was a sound system. Now as you get older, you look at anyone that's got a sound system now, like your Channel Ones and your Jar Shuckers that are doing it, and it's just it's spiritual. Yeah. That's actually, it's, I see what it means. You do kind of get into, especially with the dub side of things. Yeah, you do kind of, of get lost, and you're like, wow. Especially like we can start like, tubbies or someone yeah. like that. It's like, wow. Like, a friend of mine said uh, something. Many people agree, but I kind of understand. It's a bit weird, but he almost said like sometimes dub to him is Jamaicans people's techno because yeah. there's the way it, there's a journey throughout the songs in dub. Uh, if you know it, you know it. The build-ups, the layers, the dropouts, and some of the almost like acidy experimental bits at the back end. That's Lee Scratch Perry. Just what I'm, <laughs> wow, yeah. I'm saying. I follow that geezer on Instagram. I love that guy, bro. That yeah. geezer is like he he does now like his new album as well. Like amazing. What a, what a legend. Forward thinking. Yeah, definitely, man. Like he was doing, yeah. well, he's the original upsetter right there. Of course, of course. Spiritual, it. bro. It's like, how can you make spiritual and revolutionary music and dub and bass together? Yeah. Right. So let's see what we got up on the turntable next. Right. So this one here is called Drum Talk and it's called, uh, by Leroy Mattis and it's uh, it, it, it's a dub tune. Yeah. And I just love it and I, and, and I just wanted to go another way with it since we've just talked about uh, dub and um, scratch. Well, guys, if you're listening right now, I want you to just give a few more notches on the bass on your EQ right now. It's going to ah. be necessary for this one. Trust
massive tune right there. Really loving the dub vibes on that one. I see what you yeah. mean by the dub stuff. It does have that sort of techno element to it. It has that kind of, you know, the layering, you know, the uh, the progression, the, uh, the start, middle and end. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, if you have a dub song, you hear it from the start, middle and end, there's three different things going on. And it, that, it's part of that journey. It, I, I kind of got more into dub uh, uh, recently, appreciating it. So uh, that was one of the tunes that I just play in my yard and just let everyone know once I've got in, to let everyone in Hackney know that I've actually got back into my place. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the three rings my minute. <laughs> yeah, I let that ring right off. Everyone knows when I'm in. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Some madness right there. So already you've just been like running around, just running back to your stash of records in the corner of the studio right now. And I'm seeing you queuing up another one. What, Nothing What more. are you bringing in now? Well, do you know what? I, I, I have to, uh, at some point, I didn't know when I was going to do it, but I just thought I'd do it now. I'm going to play you. My uncles, uh, oh. Papa Michigan and General Smiley. Uh, this is one of their, uh, uh, what, what, yeah, one of their biggest tunes. If not, it's, it, it could be, ju- it could be their biggest songs. But this is nice up the dance. Yes. Uh, it was recently featured in uh, Idris Elba's Yardie a couple of times, which made my day. But uh, yeah, here it is, original style and Patan Studio One. You like the best, you know your corporate, damn right. You want to go make things great, you pop on to the gate, so true. Pay the music for rage, you think you pop on to the gate, you start a fun face. This is what I appreciate, y'all. Good long time I'm a DJ in a dance. Long time I'm a chant in a dance. We come to nice up the area. We come to nice up Jamaica. But watch your man. Dance up the cop, dance up the cop. Please cast your love, please cast your love. For really keep it up to love. Oh love, promoter and his agent up to love. Oh them love, la 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 See, I sell roads, I sell regulation. Man, how you keep your fitness? Man, tell me how you keep your fitness. Oh, Papa, me. Love is all I got, bitch, you know, is all I bring. Kill about the thing, you keep rocking and swing. Cause every man do a thing. And sing, and sing. Keep rocking and swing. And sing, and sing. You love the man who did your rubber dog. Love the man who did your rubber dog. Jumping nice up the party. I'm gonna nice up the nightclub. But watch your man, nice up the dance. Please pass it out. Promoter and his agent up to love. Oh, love. Promoter and his agent up to love. Hold them love. Cha la 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 la. Cha la 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 la. Oh, no, this is. Touch it to talk and the dance really come. Great man, I love and the cashier, I love. Can't find a walk to it, I call. You say, me can't get no place to walk. I want the food before the food is sell off. The king man and him, I dream a lot. Promoter and his agent up to love. Oh, them love. Sha la 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 la. Sha la 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 la. People outside can't get you to the dawn. They really have to dance down the street tonight. People inside say they want me photographed. Some of them say they really want me out the crowd. Yeah, I'll really work tonight.
Wow. <laughs> some history right there. Papa Michigan and, and Smiley, of course. Yes, man. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, that was the uh, that is the reason. The scratchy copy as well. I got the scratchy. <laughs> I put the wrong copy on, but you know what? You got the it was a different ver- the dubbier version and a scratchier version of uh, of Michigan and Smiley. But yeah, you know. I think that's one still. thing that's quite um, unique about reggae and dancehall music. Really, you don't really see this in any other genre where you have multiple versions of the same song by the same artist. That's really. what. That's what. You know what? Sometimes I want to hear a different version. Yeah, you get like the album mix maybe, and then the single come up. But you don't have like the dub mix. Yeah, you have, like, just alternate mixes on different labels and that's, things like that. That's that's the complexity of the vinyl and reggae and back then as well how they everything just got mixed into like different versions and copies and it came comes on the different labels you're like what is going on here and it, so when you're buying records it adds to the excitement like it's definitely the same when you cut dubs i suppose for example if i was to play dawn pen no 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 yeah. i've got a dub plate of that yeah it would be nothing like the rodigan dub plate on the tubby version exactly right? and it's all because of the different rhythms that they have or the different versions of the instrumental by different bands even that were playing that's them at right the time. that's it's the right. same track but maybe have a different band playing a different yeah. tone or a different key even yeah and they sing in a different way. That's the exciting thing about it. It's true. It's where, where, it's, where it's recorded, where, the way it's recorded. You hear that, and that's the, that's the interesting... Uh, that's the great thing about when you hear dubs over the years. Like, I know dubs. Like, I know sound systems. It's really weird how yeah. I've grown up with a lot of, like... Yeah, like, I could put on certain people's dub plate... Uh, collection on a, a YouTube mix or something, yeah. and I, I know them. I know them. So when, I'm, when I'm out hearing sound clashes, I know already, man. Throw them Even ones away. Even before you hear the name drops in them, you can always tell. Yeah, I could style, tell. The yeah, way made it. And I always like, but what I like nowadays is when they pick a particular one rhythm and they put about three, four artists yeah. on there. I always like to see, you know, like you know, it's your first round. You might want to just bless like one, I don't know, rural and put four artists on there and just see how that. I like to see how these uh, young guys are, are kind of doing it now because it's hard to get. Obviously, a lot of the people there who've either passed or you just can't get them dubs yeah and then so you've got these new sound systems I'm always watching them they're, they're being more they have to be more creative yeah so lyrically they're changing the way the songs are and also what rhythms they're putting it on in order to be more creative than the uh, I'd rather them do that and then just have like 25 um, like banging dubs from from someone huge like Shabba yeah, or something yeah or, yeah. or customised yeah. only yeah I've got 10 dubs just custom yeah I've spent so much money do you know what I mean? So it's nice that there that was a moment. There was a moment that was actually happening in them yeah. Sound Clash culture, especially I, I found in Europe. Me and Robert Ranks were talking about the same thing not so long ago. He says mm. uh, that's the reason why he doesn't really get into the clash. He'll host the clashes, yeah. but he never really competes. And he says that because nowadays, because if you've just got I don't know, 10, 15 grand, you can just walk in the studio, get some like popcorn to do oh. your five, 10 dubs or something like Done. that. Done. And then it's like, cool, right? You've got these massive tunes, but at the same time, like, all you did was it's kind of like a, yeah. it's basically people who are rich I suppose it's like it's like well done like you've just been given all that money yeah. and you haven't done really the right thing with it yeah like you maybe. haven't gone up that yeah but yeah because for me still knowing that you've cut that in 2019 and he cut that in 1982 and there's that difference in the sound yeah, quality gives me gives you the forward that artist hasn't yeah. deteriorated in a voice or something but like if that. you say that and you state that and say look you cut that then I wasn't around it but I'm cutting you my version yeah. I can't play it your way I'm going to play it my way I'm going to listen yeah. and then if you catch that right I'll give you that I'll be like right, nah because yeah. you've got to work with it you got to let the Indian you got to come through and yeah. so I'm, I like when the right I like to listen to Sam and certain mic men they know how to just set the speech they've cut it right it's on a wicked drop and you go, all right, 
I think soundmen are like kind of the unsung heroes of the music industry. Now. So like the amount of money they're putting into the, the industry to support these artists. Some of these artists are making more money in dub sessions in the hotel room than they are the shows they're doing. Oh, 100 trillion percent. Everyone wants a dub. Yeah. Everyone wants a dub. It's mad. Like, even when we had uh, Ioxane, he was a, a guest last January yeah. in 2018. And uh, I met him straight after he'd done a show over at uh, Electric Brixton. Yeah. He played there and then literally went straight to uh, someone's flat in Brixton on the third floor. I don't know who any of the people were. I was given a WhatsApp pin location. So mm-hmm. I just come here. Octane was there and he was doing a dub session straight after we'd done our interview there. And uh, yeah, he was sitting there and like, I was working out, I guess. The amount, there's probably maybe like 10 to 12 Simon in there. And I'm, I'm not sure what the going price would be him at the moment, but I can tell you now it's well over 250 pounds for each time. He was getting and pee. That's what I mean. Like, that's, that's, that's that sort of stuff has happened. Legal and eating. And that's one night. That's legal eating. Yeah. man had a trap house for, for dubs. <laughs> yeah. You know it, it happens, yeah. Dub house, rude boy. Come in, I've got you. I've got you, bruv. Wait, just wait in the queue. I've got you. <laughs> wait yeah, what genre of music still does that when you've had the biggest song, it smashed it, and you're in a flat in Rickston? It's the like first music house, but less legit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, what music does that? You know, it doesn't happen in any, you know, you don't see uh, uh, soul people doing that. You don't see, uh, do you see know house I mean? DJs, too. House DJs in the room and like IB for cutting a special for some for Cole Cox in and in. No. I, I kind of like that, the idea that he's on the first floor, just bare sound man wanting dubs and he's just eating. Especially the Sterling as well. You got that in Sterling, he's good. Oh, yeah. He, he, he well, yeah, I don't well, know. Until, until Brexit happens. And then. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? It'd be interesting how that affects how music... It already is. I can tell you yeah. firsthand right now, prices that I was getting yeah. six to ten months ago are not the same price I'm getting now for something yeah, like I just, Yeah, <laughs> I kind of see the black market getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. It is big. You can get what you want. But I think when Brexit kicks in, shit's just going to be... Because the only thing that I, that they haven't said anything without getting too political is like, what you know, we have EU laws to protect us yeah. from certain stuff we shouldn't be eating drinking have on us around us when that goes what laws you know no one has said that like we're safe do you yeah. know what I mean like we can you can swim in that swimming pool now. yeah that wow because I've just we've got a super political <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean but like that adds to the music do you know yeah. what I mean it's why music's there it's, to fight it's rebel reggae it's dancehall that's what we do you know what I mean it's everything and on that point you know what to come off of the uh, political point and to get back into the humanity point, I want to cool down the pace. Oh, yeah. What and we got for us? There's only one way you can cool down the pace, and that's with the big man, Mr. Gregory Isaac. Yeah. Went to a dance last Saturday night. I was feeling tipsy and the mood was right. Sight a little daughter and I step in another corner Cause I feel like dancing all night But I said cool down the pace for me little woman You're dubbing it too fast for me She do it how she wants 
on the pace for me, little woman. You're rocking it too fast for me. Cool down the pace for me, little woman. That's not how it should be. You're rocking too fast for me. And a rebel clash, you just picked that one. That was Gregory Isaacs with Cool Down the Pace. Absolute banging, kind of nice, smooth reggae there. But as we were talking about Gregory Isaacs, I saw Mr. Rebel Clash himself eyeing up one of my favorite Gregory Isaacs records from one of my record collections. So I'm going to play one of my ones right here. Gregory Isaacs calls We Don't Pet Sound Boy. Now, this is a proper sound killing style one. Enjoy this one. I know I am. Boys, no, we kill them, kill them. 
many of them try to create a little problem. Like trying very hard just to get out of mm. a bottle with a very small mouth. I've watched some grow and die, watched some die. I see she next to left and I see some cry. Don't let some boys know We kill them, kill, 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 kill them Any other try to create a little problem We don't let some boys know We kill them, kill, 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 kill them Any other try to create a little problem Lord, no Lord, Lord, Lord Gregory Isaacs with We Don't Pet Sound Boy We Kill Them Still one of my favourite artists of all time Gregory Isaacs Oh man Smooth Ruling Cool Ruler Gregory oh, so I've got to shout out my missus on that one it's actually she got me that as a Valentine's Day present That is amazing I was like wifey right there and she went That's record shopping yeah she was like I went record shopping for you I was looking for a present for Valentine's Day the guy in the shop said uh, I said I want some uh, some dancehall and vinyl and he said that you would love this one. I was like, oh my God, did you get it right? That is Gregory Isaacs. I was like, I'm definitely loving that present. You know what? I rate him as well because he was like, not only do you want to dance, but I'm going to make you kill a soundboy. Yeah, as well. that's a proper sound kill and question. Do you know what I mean? He knew, she knew. <laughs> what, Valentine's Day? She, she, she's, got, she's giving me an arsenal of dubs right here, I think. <laughs> Mate, she's ready to bow. You better, you better, you better, I'd like to know what yours was after. <laughs> <laughs> got to put a ring on that right now. Oh, that's it. It's over as a keeper. It's a keeper. Wow. That happened to me, I'll be well happy. Yeah, man. So, straight from that one, you were, I know yes. you were looking for that song when you were looking through the Gregory Isaacs. Yeah, thing. man, I, you know what, man, you know, uh, if I see seven inches anywhere and anywhere, I'm, I have to go I have to go through. Yeah. Just because I'm just like... It might it, be something. It's just like, you know what, because through yours, there were so many, I was like, oh, shit, that's on seven inch, I didn't realise. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, do you know what I mean? It was, uh, I, need, I need that because uh, I've had a couple months off. Went away for New Year's, got back, and now I'm slowly getting back on it. So. Wicked, man. Yeah. Like we got some good bits there. So you've yeah, got man. another great track lineup, right? Boy, I've got Mr. Gregory McGregor. Oh, I was big born ship a winner. Yes, man.
Absolute classic tune right there. Freddie McGregor, the big ship label as well. Big bright yellow labels. I think that's one thing we love about vinyl. The, the artwork and the, the yes. vinyl label artwork even. Oh my day. Say in itself. You know you get those uh, 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 books, fat books with all the uh, uh, different labels. Oh regular, God, yeah. and just loads of collecting. Joe Saz, Joe uh, Soul Jazz do one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I love just looking through the artwork. There's a story behind like, every single that's, one. You know what? That's what so, uh, and also the fashion influenced a lot of people. Yeah. Um, uh, when they saw the Root Boys in Kabichi and sports gear and the chains and the and the Kangol hats and the Adidas tops. Yeah. So, you know, like, there's a lot of people in, um, through football hooligans to early hip hop groups like Run DMC who were like, we saw these guys in full Adidas tracksuits. In Jamaica? Yeah, in Jamaica with socks on and like shoes and like hats, like, you know, like- The hats of Jamaica is an unsung, like, there should be a documentary just on the hat styles of Jamaica. That's that's hat styles, shoe styles. And, you know, there's a lot of people back in the day, you were in the seventies, mid seventies, late seventies in England. And you're looking at these guys in these cool, like, you know, Adidas kind of top opened up and a bit ragamuffin with it. Yeah. And with the hats as well, you know, there's obviously, you know, a lot of people do say that, you know, they had a lot of influence. 
honestly, I think the Jamaican style on everything is just like absolutely iconic. Yeah, it's so show show. It's so it's so out there. It's so them. And you know that's why every single artist always had their sleeve. You know, with a picture of them on their sleeve. Yeah. In there, in their get up, and you know that's what I always loved about it because. My, when I look back at my uncles, I always crack up laughing. Yeah. Especially how they're posed and, you know, yeah, when you look at Eka Mouse. right there, wasn't there? Yeah, you look at Eka Mouse when you look at uh, Yellow Man and you, you, know, you look at all these artists. They've all got that swag and... Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's always like the little nice bits of jewellery they had, you know what I mean? Before the big bashment jewellery, yeah. it all started off. It was uh, tame, it was classy. Yeah, it was tame, yeah, it, it was, was classy. Smart. They were always like smart rude boy yeah. Yeah. before they turned into the bad boy, bad boys, yeah. you know what I mean? It was the classy rude boy. <laughs> I always like that. But the most, I think there's also like a, one thing I noticed that came from Jamaica that's really like revolutionised a lot of stuff. It's the, the sign writing. Exactly. That was one thing I'm absolutely obsessed with, like the yeah. colours and like the, the styles of, well, I suppose graffiti could be yeah, yeah. fine with that as well. Yeah, it's very true, very unique unique to them yeah. uh, the same how you'd probably say the uh, LA gang graffiti is to yeah. them or French to them it's the Jamaican signposts and uh, flyers and billposts everywhere that in itself is its own they're still done today as well that's the 100%. thing like nowadays everything's digital but even their yeah. nurse signs for example it's yeah. Jamaica they do all the, the event uh, flyers they don't really do, they'll do yeah. like a billboard they'll paint it on that's wood right. that's and, right and they put it up and that's the event poster that's, that's what I that's what I've always uh, all the many years ago going to Jamaica loving yeah. and uh, I remember when I took my took one of my friends from Ireland to, to Jamaica I think it was like two thousand and uh, two and uh, when we got there we came out of the airport and I can't remember who was playing and it was on the bill poster uh, it was like an old school you know dark, just like just just for instance just just to say Eka Mouse and he was yeah. like what I can see Eka Mouse tonight and I'm like bro you can see anyone every weekend yeah. like watch as we go down towards my mum's house keep looking at the posters and, and he couldn't believe it he was like oh my day yeah. and I'm like yeah they, they, go, they tour Jamaica there's yeah. parties going up on. and go there they go from one to the other bro you can see from Was the it? new guy to the old guy and suddenly at five in the morning waiting for Cape to come on stage once and he came on stage and my mate literally was like I was like bro you gotta let go of my arm bro <laughs> so you gotta let go of my arm bro you can't even do this you can't even hold a man's arm out here like that bro <laughs> I know you're excited bro but let go of my arm he's like Pah. at Cape it's five in the morning. I've smoked so much. I've ate so much. I can't actually believe I'm here. And the sun's coming up. And Caperton just shouted that slew them in my ear. And I'm like, bro, oh, get God. off my bronze. <laughs> I think you got like bounty killed as a party like every Sunday. I That's think. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a bounty's party. Uh, um, then you've got. Um, I mean, there's everything, you know. There's, uh, I like, week. I like, I like the names. You like log on Tuesdays and show rule Wednesdays and <laughs> throwback Thursdays and freaky Fridays. There's always something with them, man. Yeah, they're always the best kind of parties. Yeah. Speaking of parties, like we're coming to the end of the show. You got some time yeah. for one more tune. So, okay, I didn't Mr. Realize, Rebel Clash. I didn't realize it was the last one, but I'm uh, gonna we'll try end. And squeeze through then. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna end on some hip tones. I'll, I'll end Aww. it with yeah. And this one's called Pretty Looks Fantastic. on Studio One. And it's, uh, I know it's not Sunday today, but. For me, this is the soundtrack on my Sundays.
Well, that was the last selection from Rebel Clash. Hepsons yeah. right there. My God, thank you so much for coming oh, on today's man, show, thank man. Thank you, brother. That was a, that was a pleasure and an honour. And it was lovely to play some music with you. Mate, we would have to do this again. This is definitely oh, a vibe. <laughs> yeah, man. We should do like a four-hour special. I'm done with that. Seven-inch, just tune after June. Any, on, any genre, I mean, sorry, any era. And just like, yeah, fling down and, uh, 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 and get deep with it. Wicked. Well, Rebel yeah, Clash, man. what is coming up next to you? Because I know there's been talks about you starting a label, right? Yeah, so I've, 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 uh, I started up a, a little project. Uh, so Rebel Clash is the sound system and I've got a, a label and um, I want to put out some tunes uh, on 7-inch on and uh, digitally as well. But, Fantastic. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's a project that I'm moving forward to uh, this year. Uh, I was supposed to have had some stuff for you this show, but next time I will. And uh, but yeah, yeah, that's the that's the that's the forward well, movement. We'll always be supporting the music that you send Massive, to us. Like, if it's on this kind of vibe, that's then, right. You know, we're going to be supporting. You know it. me? That's me. I'm just going to bring that little uh, rubber dub uh, uh, reggae back with a few of my friends, and uh, you know, uh, not bring it back because there are tunes that are out there like that. But just be part of the movement. Well, speaking of tunes out there like this, we've got one last tune here, and I cut this dub especially for tonight's show. Oh my! This days. is probably the biggest reggae song in the world right now. Uh, right now, this is definitely yeah, 100. This big, big tune, big, big, big. Rebel Clash, thank you for joining us. I'm going to end the show right now. This is Kabaka Pyramid, Whoa. reggae music, the Gully B dub plate special. Guys, we'll be back here next month. Thank you so much for an awesome show. We'll send you much love. Kabaka Pyramid represent. Read them up. Burn them. Well, if the dub them sound sweet and the people them a dance, I must go be now the son of a chance, lad. Kill them. I say, Mr. DJ, kill that son again. Well, I go be where the people them defend. From now till the morning, gunshot we send. Dirty son, boy, we a send them to them men. Hey, Mr. DJ, kill that son again. This, I go be where the people them defend. From now till the morning, son, boy, get hang. Come back up here, me the gully be me represent. From me stepping on the clash, there is no escaping it. Gully be the pond, the top is everybody's favorite. Son, why you feel the pain when them dub plate a rip? It's perfectly natural and nothing satanic. If you're this gully B, then your head back take a trip. Like a pilgrim is to make her when they empty out the clip. What a way, of your woman, I wind up a waste to this. Like a musical scientist, I manipulate physics. Hey, Mr. DJ, kill that sound again. Well, a gully B, where the people them defend. From now till the morning, gunshot we send. Gully B, in my top and top and Set the trend. Hey, Mr. DJ, kill that son again. Well, I call it be where the people them defend. From now till the morning, son, boy, get hang. Oh, Lord, of his mercy. When Gully be stepping at the dance, him now come here, suffer smile. Him a kill son, boy, from him was a little child. Him don't play them bad and never running out of style. Of a son, boy, blood, I flow like River Nile.